नमस्ते जय शिवाय इन लास्ट टू इयर्स आई गॉट मेनी चिल्ड्रन मेनी यंग योगीज एंड दे आर एक्चुअली बॉर्न वेरागीज दे हैव कंप्लीट रिनाउंसिएशन विद हिम एंड दे आर एजेड एनी वेयर बिटवीन यू नो सिक्सटीन टू ट्वेंटी फोर ईयर्स ऑफ एज and uh, they are from around the world and they all have indian parents they are indian by descent by parent okay and they are no matter where they are living in the world whichever western country they are living in or whether they are living in india indian parents are indian parents and indian parents have a project <laughs> when it comes to their children indian parents have a project they treat them their children like a project so first step on that project is to get your child educated second project is to you know get him into a good job or their own business or their job some job okay and the third very important project is getting them married as soon as possible now these who are born as vairagis where do these children will go they know very clearly the drama of this sansara drama of this world right and they are hell bent upon running away from house because their poor parents are forcing them to marry forcing them to live a life that they do not want they are renunciate with him so marrying them is not going to help you know marrying them is not a good idea they'll never get attached they'll never feel the emotional attachment for with somebody for their lifetime to get married they will never renunciates do not feel that renunciate very well know within their heart that they cannot be attached for a long time with anyone for some time they can play the drama they can play the leela but it's wrong so what is the point in you know destroying other girl or other boy's life by marrying them to a renunciate by marrying them to a person who is a vairagi with him and many of these parents have a guru of their own a proper sanyasi guru of their own official renunciate of their own they have a guru so morning evening they are you know praying to that guru or going to that guru if that guru is in the body then going to that guru's ashram and you know um, going to the satsangs and bhajans and this and that but 
they do not realize that those gurus left their house, left this worldly drama. Their gurus were renunciates within. They fail to see that and they want to marry their children. What are the options you, you yourself think these people will have, these children will have? What are the options? They'll be forced to just leave the house. If you force them like that, for marriage, for 9 to 5 job or for some crazy business that goes on, runs in your family and you want your son or daughter to take over that business and they might not be interested at all. They know what is going on. They can see you as a parent. They can analyze their parent very deeply from the wisdom of life that they, have, they are carrying within. They are all past life yogis. The kind of wisdom that they have got, the kind of questions that they come up with to me cannot be easily grasped or understood by any normal person until and unless they have extreme renunciation within. Extreme wisdom that comes through the renunciation within. So what options these children have? They have to hide their spiritual practices from the parent. They have to do it behind closed doors for years and months. Because if they, their parent will come to know that they are inside the room, they were meditating or they were doing some kind of a spiritual sadhanas, spiritual practice, then they will even be forced more. Instead of marrying them after a year or after two years, they will be married right away. So this agyan, this ignorance of parents creates a lot of trouble in the life of born renunciates, in the life of born yogis and born vairagis. How many times Paramahansa Yogananda ran away from his house? All he was looking was moksha, mukti. All he was looking was a guru in life. How many times he has to run away from his brother, from his uh, family? How many times Maharshi Dayanand Saraswati has to run away from his house? Finally, he has to change his identity, change how he looked, got his head shaven and took proper official sannyasa, changed his name and went so far away from the house so that he can never be found. And stop talking to the people about his family. So you see how difficult this these worldly people make the life of their own children. It's a very sad thing. Very, very sad thing. And then we already know so many kinds of how many kind of spiritual abuses that happens by a lot of fake gurus or even in the ashram, even if not by the guru, then some other authority or, you know, senior disciple may try to treat them or, you know, do some kind of a, give them some kind of a, you know, as if they are junior disciples and they are 
there to do all their chores and everything on the name of wisdom, on the name of Gyan. But it's a, it's a good thing that serious ones are not going to be deluded and cannot be easily shaken from within. And they clearly know what they want in life. So their path cannot be deviated and they will make it one way or the other. They are here to attain Samadhi, they will attain Samadhi. No matter how much you try to marry them or do whatever. You know about King Shuddhodhan, father of uh, Gautam Buddha? What did he do when he learned that his son is going to be a great renunciate, a vairagi? What did he do? He trapped him inside the palace. He gave him all kinds of pleasures and leisurely things. He tried to marry him and he was, he was successful in marrying him. A son was born. But then what? Buddha ran away from his house. He has to. He could see the futility of life. Futility of living in sansara and keep going just like that. He couldn't take it anymore. So he, he left even his son. Young born son. And a lot of sannyasi and a lot of real sannyasis and vairagis have to do that. Then what is the point in destroying such young yogis and young vairagis and young renunciates life? Why create so much trouble into the path of those who wants to attain the highest goal of their Atma. Highest goal any Atma, any soul could ever have. They are just trying to fulfill that very goal. Why pose so many troubles, so many things in their life? A lot of people are going towards meditation and this and that themselves for health reasons, for the reason, because they for their own well reason from their own well-being or because there is some bhakti that has arisen within them. But when, when it comes to children, you want to control their life in every possible way. Especially such parent wants to control the life of their spiritual life. How can you do that? your illusion, your raga, your attachment with your child is going to break in a very bad way. Real bad way. And you are going to suffer when such children leave their house. Now I do not want them to leave their house. And I always suggest them to stay in their house for as long as possible. Don't leave the, you know, safety and security because they are so young. Young boys, young girls. I do not want them to go out in the world and wander here and there and you know, people will take, so many people will take some kind of advantage of them. Even if it is for a short period of time, it will just delay their spiritual journey. It will just be bad for these children. But then, 
many parents are not leaving an option. Not understanding at all. And such parents go on fighting with the spiritual gurus too. How can you delude, delude my child? He doesn't want to marry now. Well, he is a born renunciate, born yogi. What to do? You cannot see it. You cannot see beyond your ignorance. What to do about that? My child is not doing anything useful, not earning and not interested in my business. And just you, you, you have to teach him that he can do business. So many yogis happened and they have lived in the sansara. They have lived in the sansara because they were forced by their parents to live in the sansara. <laughs> if they had an option, if they were not pressurized enough, they would not have lived the life that they have lived. Right? Many of us wouldn't have married. Only to later on, you know, live a divorced life or leave the partner just like that. Many has to do that. Many do that. Many men, men and women do that. When they start walking their spiritual journey, their partner may or may not be in agreement with their spiritual sadhanas, spiritual practices, their meditations, them going, showing bhakti to gurus, them showing, uh, going to some ashram for more wisdom or even listening to scriptures, reading Vedas, reading scriptures, listening to some sort of wisdom and becoming a yogi within, becoming a renunciate within. Because in other words, they think that the pleasures and measures of uh, married life will be minimized and they will not get all that they are supposed to get in some way they are losing the other person. So a whole lot of married partners create a lot of trouble too. If their wife or their husband wants to walk this spiritual journey, they just want to create havoc in their life. And I have had many such people. Where husband wants to walk on his spiritual journey, do his sadhana, he has become a renunciate within. He is not attached with the house or with the children anymore. And But no. The wives want to hang on to the neck of their husbands. Same thing is with wives. Many wives have become renunciate within. Have left no attachment with the body. Have no attachment with this or that. And they cannot sleep routinely with their husbands at night. And they are pressurized for that and their husband feels even more irritated, becomes a reason for a very disturbed household, everyday fights, everyday arguments and children are watching all that. So it becomes necessary to divorce such a partner, right? You cannot, one cannot go just like that or they try to just run away. Now a woman is connected to the children as well. And she think, whether they, she is attached or not, she thinks that children are her responsibility. It's not a good thing that you force her to run away. And it's not a good thing that you force such a person to, you know, live under such a pressure or things. 
Look what happened to Mirabai. She was poisoned, right? Just because she was a bhakta and she stayed in Savikalpa Samadhis all the time. And their parents and society and everybody just got her forcibly married to a king. So this desire to possess the other person, whether they are your children or they are your life partners or whosoever they are, your brother, sister, sibling, friends. This desire to possess, this desire that other person belongs to you, no, no soul belongs to anybody. Atma only belongs to Paramatma, to nobody. And it's a very bad karma to stop such people from walking their spiritual journey. To stop anybody from walking their spiritual journey is a really bad karma. So, analyze yourself. And if you have a child who is a born renunciate, let him or her walk his spiritual journey. There are many good examples too. A lot of parents, when their child became a yogi, child became a, a spiritual person, wanted to walk their spiritual journey, they wholeheartedly supported it. And later on, they took diksha, initiation, from their own child. They became the disciple of their own child. They created, converted their relationship from transcended, from being a parent and children to a guru and disciple. There are a lot of good examples too. But less than those who are, those who have to face worldly kind of parents. And they, their parents just left and right. Want the, their child to stay in sansara with them. In the world. Play in the world with them. Be there for them. So is it wrong for these children to take sannyasa? To take official renunciation? No, it is not wrong. However bitter it may sound, but it is not wrong. Any atma fulfilling his or her atma's highest purpose is not a wrong thing to do. Are they creating bad karma by leaving their parents? No, they are not creating any bad karma by leaving their parents. And are they incurring some kind of debt, parental debt or something like that, in which they have to pay back in future? No, they are incurring no debt. Is it their responsibility? Yogis or sannyasis responsibility to take care of their parents? Yes, if, the, if these parents do not pose any kind of roadblocks, do not create roadblocks in their journey, then they will be taken care of in one way or the other. And it is the society's responsibility. It is the responsibility of the entire sansara, those who are still living a worldly life. It's their responsibility to take care of such parents or help them 
in any way possible whose children, whose son or daughter have left the house to become a renunciate or whose son and daughter has started walking the spiritual journey. And they will be taken care of. It's not that on the name of taking care of, they do not want their child to go. It's just their raga, their attachment with the child. It's just their own desire to own the child in his life, possess their children's life. Western parents are not like that. I've never seen, I have had many father and daughter, father and son, mother and daughter, mother and son, both walking their spiritual journey. And they are allowing their kid to become meditative, be meditative, learn yoga, learn meditation, walk your spiritual journey, find the real truth, find the true you, find yourself, find, be happy, find the meaning of life, find the purpose of life, be healthy from within. It's just the Indian parent, parents that do that. It's a sad thing. So I hope this helps all those young seekers to understand that they should not feel guilty if they have to leave their parents. They should not feel as if they are doing something wrong and they are not creating any bad karma by walking their spiritual journey or leaving their house, leaving their parents. It's, it is not like running away from responsibility. Don't think of that. At least those of you who have contacted me, this is, uh, you know, you are, you are a serious yogi. You are a serious, a real renunciate, real vairagi with him. Okay? But stay in the house until you become little bit self-dependent, until you have resources to, you know, go and live and walk your spiritual journey independently. Until then, keep doing your tapasya, keep doing your meditation, your kriya sadhana, whatever it is, keep doing it in the way it is possible. So all these parents, if any of the parents are watching this, then I really, really request you not to create problem in such children's life not to create roadblocks for an Atma who has come here to be in union with Paramatma. Namaste. Jai Shivaya.